Hey everyone, I just got out of a couple of long conversations with friends. I really enjoyed them and really find those times to be quite sacred, to really connect with someone else and to speak personally and intimately and intentionally. There were a couple of things that I learned, well, I should say, clarified in these conversations that I had today, and I wanted to talk about them before I hit the sack. Because I am quite tired, as you can hear. It's been a day. First, there are very small adjustments that we can make in our friendships and relationships with other people that can make significant differences. I, in talking to a friend about a situation that she was going through with one of her close friends and the feeling of losing friendship with this person, I've realized that the way that we frame certain conversations and certain ideas to other people can really make a difference. And what she was telling me was in the conversation that they had been having, she had been telling her friend, hey, uh, I feel this way when you say these things to me, or this is what you are doing, and I see you doing this, and basically, in sum, making statements to her friend about her friend that were simply about her friend, and saying what the situation was, what she was doing, and making an assessment and letting her know of that assessment. And my reframe for her was because the response of her friend was to respond in a way that showcased that she was shutting down, that she was not interested in having more conversations about the topic, that she did not want to dig in and to open up about those things. What I had recommended was instead of approaching with assessments and statements of fact and statements of what reality is perhaps you can formulate the sentence and the phrase with within the way that you are understanding their situation and the way that you would react if you were in those conditions so for example if i had someone in my family who was diagnosed with cancer and was going to die soon of that cancer who had a, a terminal illness. And then if I had someone else in my family who was very isolated and separated from the situation, and then beyond that, if I had someone who was in my family who was a bit out of it and was not able to manage themselves and to manage the other people in the family well, if all of that was happening simultaneously around me, I would have a hard time. I would struggle to emotionally carry myself. I would struggle to be my best self. I would struggle to be okay with all that. I would struggle to want to stick around that situation. Frame it that way and then ask, what do you think about that? And how do you feel in your situation? You're the one who's in it, not me. I'm curious and I care about you. And I, I, I just want to know the way that, that you feel because I want to support you.
being able to frame things in that way showcases number one that you understand what's happening to them what's happening around them and number two you are attempting to put yourself inside of their position to identify the ways that you would act if you were in that situation if you were under those circumstances and being able to do that opens the door for the other person to feel like they belong and when the other person feels like they belong with you and that they can trust you well the likelihood that they'll open up and they'll actually dig into that stuff and and thus upon digging into that stuff be able to learn something and to have a takeaway that's meaningful all of that will change and, and make a significant difference so that was uh, a really significant learning which i think was meaningful and eye-opening then in a later conversation i got to revisit some things that i had gone through because it related to what my friend had been going through and what he was trying to make sense of which is very very frequently what we rationally want and what we emotionally want are quite different especially when it comes to love and relationships we can rationally know hey i want to be with a person with xyz characteristics and if this person doesn't have these characteristics then i don't want to have a committed relationship with them and i don't want to even attempt to be with someone like that yet even when we rationally identify those things we can still have these emotional longings and these emotional desires to experience things with these people to have romantic encounters to have connections to have spaces in which we can let go and hand ourselves over romantically we want to have those spaces because we want to fulfill those desires in some deeper underlying way yet these two desires the rational one and the emotional one are in conflict and ultimately if we want to get to the best place we can where we can have the least doubt about our situations the least doubt about the choices we've made the least doubt about what we're facing well those situations tend to be ones in which our emotions and our rationality align and they agree with each other and so how do you get your emotions to start to agree with your rationality that's a hard question it's a very difficult question and what i talked to him about was how i've been through that in my past relationships my past loves and making mistakes and realizing that i was emotionally pursuing things that my rational mind was saying hey you don't want all of this you you want to commit to one person and you want something real you want to commit you want to really build something meaningful with someone i rationally knew this yet i was pursuing multiple people at the same time and i knew no end as i've talked about in the article player on my blog previously which you can see at mapbest.net slash the platform just scroll down till you find player I've just realized that I needed all of those mistakes, even though if I had my mind now, 
back then I would make very different decisions. I would carry myself in a very different way. Yet, what would I do? I can't go back and change those things, but what I can do is I can carry those lessons into the way that I act now. And making those mistakes allowed my emotions to fit in with my rational self. What is it that I want rationally has come to align with what it is I want emotionally because of the mistakes that I've made, because of the reflection that I have been able to do upon those mistakes. And I think that the only way that I was able to get so quickly to that alignment was because of the mistakes that I made and the reflection that I made quickly after those mistakes. And what I said to him was, basically, if you want to get to this place where your emotions and your rationality are aligned, you will likely need to make mistakes if you want to get there faster. You certainly can get there without making those mistakes, but it just takes a lot longer because our emotions are the deeper-seated feelings and desires. Those are hard to teach rationally. We need to literally change deep down there. And what changes us deep down there? Well, having emotional experiences that leave us unsettled, that leave us in a worse state, that leave us in a state of reflection where we do a sort of reorganization of what's going on down there. And that is meaningful. That is fantastic. That's a beautiful experience. That gets us closer to where we want to go, which is that alignment between what we rationally want and what we emotionally want. So those are the two learnings that I had from my conversations tonight. They were nicely, almost equally split up into five-minute segments here. So I hope that you enjoyed that. Um, And I hope that you found these to be valuable messages I certainly have found these two things to be really important in my life and how I've talked to people, how I frame things to people and how I've navigated my own life and my own emotions and rational desires. So I hope that they do the same for you. In the meantime, uh, take care of yourself. I'll be back soon. Cheers.